0: Hello. We are on episode three of Manifested INFJs, and we are going to talk about INFJ men. Quick
1: point, really quick. I thought it was funny that our neighbor said that we had a 20% chance of doing this podcast, and that it was never going to happen, and now we're on episode three, so... (laughs) take that shout out to not an INFJ Jordan yeah. Jordan extroverted other whatever. Jordan how many yeah. Jordans do we know too many <laughs> what the fuck
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: there can only be you
0: <laughs> there's only one there's only one and the everyone else
1: is Jordan two and three and four and blah 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 you're yes. the main squeeze
0: thank you you're thank welcome. you Alright, back to INFJ men. As if... I mean... <laughs> excuse me.
1: <laughs> Not to say that we know a lot of Whitneys, but I'm sure Whitney is more common than Jordan. Jordan... They're- every white girl is named Whitney. <laughs> yeah. so, you have such a white girl name. <laughs> so. I know, white. Whitney and Tiffany and <laughs> Becky. Yeah. Becky. Oh, Becky.
0: Alright, so today has been super emotional i know you've been working i've been talking to infj men and women because you're busy making a living (laughs) oops (laughs) oh yeah um i'm not i'm home with my kids all day and it's been amazing and exhausting and i will be going back to work soon i hope or like this could be our new career that's fair and that's okay that would be fun I'm also
1: eventually going to change my career. I'm going to start doing hair again. So hopefully I won't be as, well, I'll still be tired because I'm going to be working a lot,
0: but. You'll be creative. It, yeah, it'll be a different creative outlet
1: versus using all my muscles.
0: I feel like we should do something super creative. Like I'll become a piercing artist and you can do that hair. That would be so fun. <sighs>
1: Something. I was going to open up, like, a b- boutique area and have people pay pay me, basically, with rent to sell their art and different things that they want to sell. Like, I have a girl that makes t-shirts, so I was going to yes. have her sell some t-shirts. His My son's aunt um, is a really good artist, so I was going to have her possibly sell some of her art. Well, both of his aunts, actually, and myself, I have art, so... Do that, and then I was going to make like a little kids' area so that people that came in could have their kids play. And then in my chair, they'll have a little screen so they can see their kids in the
0: playroom. Can I just work in that and yeah. like be like the female Mr. Rogers? You could also <laughs> be the receptionist and help with yes. the kids and the
1: boutique yes. and run all of the like business side I because can totally i do am shitty with that and that would be awesome
0: i can do the networking business i'll figure yes, it out network
1: would be cool because i suck at that too i could do it all right yeah, we'll figure it out but we're be creative. Let's yeah.
0: creative let's get creative let's get creative let's get creative all right my hair <laughs> i use my hair to express myself um speaking of jordan jordans that goes out to other jordan so i started telling him he needed to get creative Um, And he hates it. And so I tease him, like, he needs to be creative. He's an INFJ. Like, my favorite INFJ. Okay, I don't want to say favorite. I don't have favorites. Yeah, that was a little harsh, but I'm an (laughs) INFJ, so... Ouch! (laughs) Fine! (laughs) My original INFJ man, who is, like, the male version of myself, and I like to give him shit, because he's like me. He's like you, and he's a little salty, and I love it. I love giving him shit. So, anyways, yeah. Shout out to you, Jordan. Yeah. JT. Oh, you Jordan. Other <laughs> Jordan. INFJ. My ass. <laughs> the Mel version. Okay. Speaking Rude. of Mel's, Rude. let's Rude. go back to it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the amazing qualities of an INFJ man. Sorry. You're good. Okay. First one. Empathetic. Next one, non-materialistic. That's a good one. It is so good. I feel like yeah. I am that, but also we love material things. Is that... Yeah. It's, but we're
1: fine without it. Like Yes. We don't yes. prioritize it in life. That doesn't mean that we can't enjoy it, but mm. it's not our number one thing that we go after. Right. But everybody likes materialistic things, <coughs> but some people place very strong values on it, and some people don't.
0: Yes, good point, good point. So it's all about priorities? Yeah. Okay, Yeah. on to the next. Sensitive. This is going to bring up so many things with people, men, women. And I just wanted to say that we love sensitive men. Mm -hmm. There is a difference between overly emotional and sensitive Mm -hmm. i think that's huge and we have discussed this with a similar friend that we have and Mm -hmm. he can be overly emotional and we all can be overly emotional let's just like oh not right now there's a difference
1: though of being sensitive to being very aware of your emotions and your surroundings and the people around you and how things affect you Versus being so emotional that you cry every conversation that you have. Yes, there's a huge difference. Um, So being sensitive is good. Being overly emotional is different. It's okay. It's okay. But just not my favorite. Not necessarily for me. Yes. There's other people that
0: are cool with it. But find them exactly. Embrace being sensitive as a man. Like women, especially INFJ women. We love men who are sensitive. You want a paper towel? <laughs> we love. We love sensitive men. I'm sorry. <laughs> why are you Why are you apologizing? Listen, it's okay to be sensitive. Is what is what we're saying? Like, women love it. Men, let's bring it back. Let's bring yeah. it back. Like, it's okay to be sensitive. If you're not owning it. You're repressing it and it comes out in weird ass ways. Yeah, and that is harder to deal with. Yes. It's better just be your true self. Which I wanna talk about after I list all of these things. Okay. But <coughs> we'll circle back. Okay, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, next one. Highly emotional. <clears throat> huh. Kind of goes along with the last one we just said. We are highly
1: emotional. Highly emotional, though, is being like in tune with your emotions. Mm. Mm-hmm. and being like your emotions are heightened right? and you feel a lot and you feel so much with yes. every emotion that you feel. That doesn't mean that you cry at the drop of a hat every single time. Right,
0: and that's okay if you do, but like work through it.
1: Usually, though, if you're crying at the drop of a hat, there is something deeper that you need to work through. Mm-hmm. There is something buried that you are trying to suppress so hard that it is leaking through the cracks. And you need to open that box and deal with those emotions. Thank you. That, yeah.
0: Yes, that's so true. We like highly emotional men.
1: Yeah.
0: But communicate but it in a healthy privates. way. There's yes. There's difference.
1: Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And not poor me. There, right. That is not being emotional. That is being... Poor me. Yeah. Like,
0: let's give an example of what a highly emotional man would do that we would find attractive. You give one, I'll give one. Okay, so,
1: if he sees, like, an abandoned dog or a cat, and he feels like highly he emotional, to help it, yes. and he can't just walk past it, you know, he has to deal with the situation, because if he walks past it, it's going to eat him alive, and he's going to think about it
0: so much. Good example. You know? Good example. Thank you. Animals are my number one. Sorry. Thank you. Humans. Same, and I'm learning that men and women are very much the same INFJ and ENFJs. Um, with that, also my example would be children. Like, huh. to see, I'm a dick. <laughs> no, we're just we're the same, but we're different, we're different. and that's good. Yeah. Um, it it goes both ways. Like, yeah. a man who is helping a, a helpless a helpless creature person soul that is attractive to me and not necessarily helping them but maybe making the effort to make a difference in their lives yeah that is attractive to me um whether it's a psychologist teacher doctor yeah can we say doctor um depends counselor it doesn't matter. A garbage man who waves at kids every day. Yeah. Like, if you are making an effort to make a difference in somebody's lives daily, or, or trying to, trying to better somebody else, somebody else's or another soul's life, that is attractive.
1: Yeah, and somebody that can see others' emotions and sympathize with them and feel that with them. Yes. Feel their pain. Feel their love. Feel their joy. And Wait. want to celebrate life with them and help them and lift them up. Yeah, that is that is attractive to us.
0: Um, and I think that after talking to so many different INFJ men and women, we both, and ENFJs, we both see that as attractive. That is something that is a green flag to us. That is a healthy green flag. Like, if you are showing those emotions in a healthy way we love that yeah all right next one great listener oh that's so important it's huge not
1: only there is a difference between listening and hearing you can open your ears and hear someone talk but when you're listening to them you are giving your full attention you are talking to them and helping them through it you're not just I mean, you can hear someone and then say whatever, excuse me, advice you want to say back at them, but you're not, you're not listening to them. You're you're hearing them. So if you're really listening to them, you're sympathizing with them and you're trying to do the best that you can do for that person without overstepping them and making them feel invisible.
0: And as natural born empaths, we know the difference. Yeah and that is something that I'm learning to trust my intuition on because I didn't as a as a child um and I think as a broken empath it's so hard to say but we learn to take that for granted is that fair to say yeah like we get so used to people in our society not not hearing us and not feeling us and not hearing what we're saying we are we are saying so much and we feel so much so if you are just listening and you look at us and you say yeah like a man for example yeah (laughs) like we know we know when you're not hearing us Mm -hmm. so that is huge we we want to be understood we want to relate. We want you to, to try to put yourself in our shoes and vice versa. We want to try and put ourselves in your shoes. And that is huge for us in a relationship. Friendship. um, With yeah. parents too. Like it, it goes in any relationship. A uh, boss. Like here's an example of a boss that did not put herself in my shoes. I tried telling her that I am an empath so that she could fill me she asked me what I felt about a certain situation and I said listen I'm an empath I feel for everybody in this situation and she looked at me with this blank stare and said you know what I'm like you oh bullshit Mm mhm and I felt it and I was like "No, I'm an empath too Mm -hmm. she said with no emotion I feel for everybody too (laughs) And in my in, my intuition said, "No, you're a fucking sociopath." Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you felt the
1: same way that I felt, you wouldn't have to tell me. I would feel it, and you would feel it, yes. and we would click and understand each yes. other. Yes you would just yeah. say i get you you I- think i told you when we first met oh yeah i'm an empath yeah and oh. you told me oh yeah i'm an empath i'm a feeler i understand you no right none of that happened right. we just clicked we just we did. understood each yes. other because we are the same even yes. though we're different
0: we're the same yes exactly yeah. all right so that's huge too um next one rebellious Ooh, oh, <laughs> ooh, that's
1: interesting spicy we're getting yeah. spicy this is very spicy
0: being rebellious is very appealing to me not boy. that it matters what i want but i'm talking about <laughs> it does matter it does <laughs> use you it does it does but it doesn't like you can be rebellious in a certain way like mm-hmm. i think all infjs and enfjs are rebellious and it's sexy it's fuck um and because
1: you know right and wrong and you know what you want yes and if you're following sometimes that seems that looks rebellious to others
0: yes if you're following your intuition and you are doing what you think is right that's rebellious in our society right now being your authentic self is being rebellious and if you're being your authentic self and that's rebellious so be it fucking hot
1: well, that's the thing is I am extremely stubborn and I will only do things if I feel like doing them. I, that's kind of a gray area, but it's, a, it's, it, it's, it's hard to get me to do something if I don't want to do it. Yes. And I, if I have my mind set on something, it is set and you're screwed if you want me to change my mind. Exactly.
0: But that's sexy and hot. Okay. Oh, thanks. Let- <laughs> oh darling. Okay. Let's change the words. I don't want to say sexy and hot, but it is. So I said it, but it's attractive. I will say that for men and for women. Oops. Oops. Okay. Speaking of being stubborn, which INFJs are notoriously known for and ENFJs. I feel like I need to bring ENFJs into the circle and we'll talk about why later. But we are very stubborn and that goes back to our intuition we have a strong intuition and um we know the difference between right and wrong we are born with that mm-hmm. we are born with that but we are trained from our toxic parents our society our television our fucking media we are trained to think eh, you're not right mm-hmm. and something inside of us tells us no we're right we are right and once we learn to follow that, we're on fire. Yeah. We're on fire. This girl is on fire. Um, oh. Next one. Oh, God. This one is so hard to talk about. What is it? Look. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I'm so curious. We are the with the notes. We are both this. And it is a blessing and a curse. And I talked to several different INFJs about this today. We are loyal as fuck. Oh, God. But why? Yeah, and even wishing.
1: even if it is not reciprocated, sorry, I drank a little bit, <laughs> I am, words might slur. Even if it's not reciprocated, we are loyal, no matter what.
0: And that becomes,
1: okay, it's such a good thing, oh God. But it sucks in the dating realm. Yes, because why though? Because even if you're not in a relationship with somebody, you will be so loyal to them. No matter what, even if they're not loyal to you, this goes, and not- it can hurt you so bad,
0: but yes. it, it's also, I mean, it's a good thing. I mean, look at us crazy dog people, fucking religion, fucking religion. Sorry. That was not very polite to say <laughs> fucking religion. Who
1: cares? <laughs> if you don't like it, go somewhere else.
0: But what I'm saying is we are loyal and it's such a gift but it is such a curse at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we need to see it. And that is why we're talking about it. You can be loyal and we love loyalty as other INFJs and ENFJs, we love loyalty, that is sexy. Mm -hmm. And it is so refreshing to meet somebody who is loyal, but it's also so sad because we have so many people in our society who are not loyal. Mm -hmm. And we are loyal and once we decide that somebody is part of our soul tribe, it's done. Yeah. And once we decide that we have to let go of that person or that family member or that relationship, it kills hard. us.
1: It's yeah. Because It takes f- a part of our soul.
0: Yes. We feel so much mm-hmm. about it. And I feel like in the gray area is even harder for us. I feel like I'm in that gray area with a lot of people in my life right now. And instead of dealing with that gray area, I have to shut them out because I'm trying to figure out what is healthy for me right now and what is healthy for a relationship and what is healthy for my children and what is healthy for everybody in this world. Like, so it's, it's good. So what we're saying is like, we love it. Mm -hmm. Don't. But it can be
1: difficult. I mean, my thing too is like, if I go on a date with somebody and I like them in the slightest. They're all I see. And everyone else has to disappear until I change my feelings about that person. So I can date someone, I can go on two dates with somebody and delete everybody off my phone and be like, you know what, this person has all of my attention right now, I feel loyal to them no matter what, until they break my heart or I change my mind, this is, I can only do one person at a time. Yes, yes. Always. And it's so frustrating because that's not how the world works right now. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I mean, you have Tinder, you have Facebook, you have dating apps, and everybody's always at least talking to 10 different people. And I just don't work that way. And it's it's not because, I don't know, it's not because I feel like I have to be that way. It's just like, when I give somebody my attention, I'm giving somebody my attention. I'm giving someone part of my soul, my mind, my heart, everything. So, your energy. Yeah, you're and I and I energy. can't I can't juggle more than one person and then I feel like I'm doing someone dirty even though I'm not because it's when you're dating, you're you're dating around, that's what you're supposed to do, but I physically can't. And I will never judge anyone else that is different than I am. That's great. If you can date 10 different people and go on dates with them, not, like, seriously dating, but go on dates with them, that's great for you. I right. just, I can't do it.
0: But then it goes back to also, like, those toxic people in our lives that we, we need to talk about, like, whether it's relationships, marriages, parents... <clears throat> we need to realize that we are so loyal and it's okay to let go of that Mm -hmm. loyalty for us Mm -hmm. to heal ourselves yeah and that is our whole thing it's we need to heal ourselves and if we need to let go or even pause Mm -hmm. that's okay like pausing is okay yeah for us and we're so loyal that like the idea of pausing a relationship is hard for us but like there's no other way like we have to almost block them out of our lives while we're healing and then come back to that relationship when we're ready to approach it and that's okay too and we have to realize as INFJs and ENFJs that that is good for us and healthy and that goes back to boundaries like good boundaries and (coughs) we're all learning these boundaries so I'm still learning I know. That's and it's fine. That's part of life though. We're always learning. It's not something that they teach you in college. Eat it. Um, <laughs> I just wanna try it. Okay. okay, last one. Keen. Huh? Keen? Keen? Like the shoes? Like the brand? Keen. Do you know what this means? Sorta. Of. Like okay. you're keen to something? Yes. Okay. So we are natural lie detectors. This is so oh. true. <laughs>
1: I can tell when someone's lying to me, yes. hands down, 100% of the time. I am. Doesn't mean I'm going to call you out, but I right. know that you're lying to me. I'm right. not no.
0: Yes. We read people so well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so this goes very well for men, but it also goes so well for women. Um, and I love this. And it. it's also really hard, though. Like... It goes back to so many things that we can't lie about, and we're also really good about reading lies. Millie, no. Quit it. Stop it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's huge. It sucks. We're born with it, but it's a gift. Okay. Tell me this.
1: Sorry. (laughs) I want to say, like, truth and lies, and I want to see if you can tell if I'm telling the truth or a lie. All right. So.
0: Uh, Let's pretend like I'm an INFJ man, because we're all the fucking same. Okay, that's fair. Okay. I'm a man. So,
1: my favorite color is blue. Is that true or false? False. (laughs) Okay. False. You're correct. Uh, My favorite stone is opal.
0: True. I already knew that, though. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Okay.
1: Um... Let's see. My favorite season is fall. True. It's that's true, but it's a tie between the summer and fall.
0: Okay. That, you, know, you know why I said that? Why? Which is so funny, ah, because we're like resonating and we have this weird INFJ weird yeah weird neuron activity going on. Um, I love fall. Mm. so like the fact that you said that in my head I was already like she's gonna like fall too so that fucked my mind up yeah well (laughs) I do
1: love the fall and I can't tell if it's my favorite season but I love the summer too but I think fall might just have it slightly beat but I do love the summer
0: too those are my two favorites but let's think of something else um one more and then we'll go on to whatever the fuck else we were talking about hmm Let me ask you one. Okay, fair. Okay, question about me. Do let's see. Do you want a true or false question? Mm-hmm. Alright. Um I love kids more than animals. True. Yes and no. <laughs> I actually was thinking that
1: because you love the kids that you get close to that you emotionally bond with. You don't love everybody's kids. There's shitty kids in the world. (laughs) Animals are easy to love because animals don't choose to be shitty or treated a certain way. They're just there,
0: you know? Damn it. That's so true, though. Like, you just brought up a point that I've never even thought about in my own brain, which is... INFJ craziness, crazy
1: talk. That's the thing is, we balance each other very well, though. Yes, I really hope that everyone can't hear me chewing all this popcorn.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's so good
1: though, Cheetos and popcorn. Who knew?
0: Who knew? And like the white claw, like the white girl drink of the oh, future.
1: I can't the white claws <laughs> at all. I'm a- I tried so hard and I'm. Gosh. And grapefruit.
0: Okay. Why? I love grapefruit. Uh, uh, low sugar it's that's all there is to it like it has nothing to do like I love beer and I would drink beer every night if I could but like my stomach and my highly sensitive personality mm. doesn't do well with alcohol
1: all right anyway gluten intolerant but I was eating a candy bar so
0: did you know that's a highly sensitive thing what like being sensitive to gluten and other products what I have the
1: most sensitive stomach
0: but so does Brock He's highly sensitive. I bet you anything Brock is. Let's, mm-hmm. let's have a discussion with Brock one night. Let's okay. do it. And Steve. I invited Steve to... for a podcast. What did he say? He didn't respond. Oh. <laughs> of Steve course. Steve is our
1: neighbor and he's St- great.
0: Steve, you're probably listening to he this. He either
1: loves us or hates us. I
0: really can't tell. But I think it's a little bit of both. I'm pretty sure we manifested Steve. Mm-hmm. But like he hasn't come out of the shadow yet. Mm-hmm. Steve, if you're listening... Because I followed you on your YouTube channel today, like come out of the oh. shadow and love us. Mm-hmm. We're here for you. We love you. We'll follow your YouTube, and you have to follow us. Mm-hmm. No, fair is fair. All right, on to the next thing. This is so exciting. Famous I N F J men. Okay, first one, Plato, which I find amazing because I feel like in seventh grade we talked about Plato, and I was like, I love him. Mm-hmm. I love Plato. But, also, like, overused, you know, and, like, maybe not a good example. Okay, on to the next. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the next one. Sorry, Plato. On to the next. Carl Jung. I love him. I don't know who that is. Okay, I'll send you, let's buy some books, and we'll pretend like we read them. Yeah. And we'll highlight and read quote from Carl Jung. He's amazing. Um. Oh, God. <laughs> oh god text him back and be like give me we're recording right now yeah um next one Thomas Jefferson I love this because my daughter and I never knew why has always been in love with Thomas Jefferson she loves Thomas Jefferson next one Marilyn Manson strange but interesting so interesting and after reading about Marilyn Manson which I never was a huge fan of but I was like he's cool but you know like I wasn't gothic or okay, I was never gothic. Maybe I was like an emo kid. Maybe I don't know. I always liked Marilyn Manson, but I was never like a Marilyn Manson super fan. And you were too young for that. So we'll move Me? on. <laughs> Hello. No, I, mean, I was not. <laughs> okay, Marilyn Manson will always be cool, but like not cool. Yeah. Let's just be honest about <laughs> that. Uh-huh. Okay, Ed Norton. Um you know who that is? I thought you were going to say Ed Gein. (laughs) I was like, let's
1: get into it.
0: (laughs) Let's discuss this. Ed Norton. Okay, I've always been attracted to Ed Norton, and I didn't know why. I don't know who that is. So, Fight Club. Did you ever watch the Fight Club? Yeah. Okay. First rule.
1: Don't talk about Fight Club.
0: Exactly. So, he's hot. And, um, I don't know why. What's that? I got to Google it. Okay, Google it. Okay, next one. This is my ultimate man crush. Always has been my man crush. You probably won't know who this is. Adrian Brody. Nope. Okay, Google that shit too. Wait, who is the first one? Ed who? Ed Norton.
1: Oh, hello. <coughs> I do know him. Yes. Okay. Oh, he's 51. He is now. Holy
0: shit. Dude, he's like 14 years older than me, but like. Who wouldn't love Ed Norton? He's probably too much for
1: either of us. He's not my style. Uh, uh, same. But he's attractive.
0: And he's short. He's cute
1: in a weird way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not short. in a mean way. He's short. I'm sorry. And that's, uh, there's nothing wrong with being short. How tall is he? You, to all of you INFJ men out there. Let's see how tall he is. How tall is Ed Norton? Are you Googling that? No. huh. He's six foot. Okay, so he's not. He just looks short. <laughs> <laughs> why? You're doing all right. <laughs> You're doing all right. All right. Yeah. Okay, look up Adrian Brody, because he has always been my man crush, and I never knew why. The pianist? The pianist? However you want to say pianist? it. Pianist? <laughs> no. Oh, my
1: God. He's Jewish? Wait, is he in that one
0: He's show? in a lot of shows.
1: The he's dummy? He's six
0: one. He's hot. Uh... <laughs> I no, wasn't really... he in a TV show? Jewish or... R.S.?
1: No. Are the Jews dead yet? How do I know him? Ugh. He's so hot. Mm. He's... These guys are too skinny for me. <laughs> Not really
0: my thing. That's okay. That's alright. On to the next... He's 48. Okay, you, <laughs> you can... Anyway. He's hot, though. Like... Eh, debatable. Okay, for from my opinion, like, there's something about him. He's mysterious he's jewish he's tall like <laughs> 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 okay i've always been drawn to adrian brody like he's always been my ultimate man crush it's okay if it's not yours it's fine we have it's one fine. similar man crush and that's all that matters who um 20 something year old what's his name we talked about it the other day did we who's the cool artist who's what <laughs> artist <laughs> <laughs> musical artist. Oh my god, I can't think of his name. Sammy was giving me shit for it. Hold what? on. We'll go back to it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm doing? Post Malone. Oh, <laughs> Post Malone. It's oh my Fresh my god.
1: We can talk about Post Post Malone. Malone. I don't know what is wrong with me, but I would lick him up and down. Team <laughs> But that's our common. He's twenty six years old, so he is the same age as me, if not a year older.
0: Too young for me. I'm
1: almost twenty six. How tall is he, though?
0: Post Malone. Yeah. I don't know, but if you read about him, he was actually a huge nerd back in the day, which is kind of hot, right? And now he's all like, "I'm not a nerd, but I'm hot."
1: It's okay <clears throat> to be a nerd, Post.
0: Exactly. We
1: love you. What post even Malone? is his name?
0: Post Malone. <laughs>
1: austin richard post
0: oh cute so cute he's too cool for that he was name. born july 4th
1: 1995 i was born october 16th 1995 so in uh Syracuse, new york listen post malone he's american just being an old somebody
0: shout out to post malone like we have a like 36 year old infj and a Twenty-two-year-old INFJ.
1: He's six foot, so he's an inch taller than me. We're good. Maybe two <laughs> inches. I might be five yeah. ten. I might be five eleven. As long as he's taller than me. Oh my God! Why is
0: he so cute though? He's so I just, cute. Oh. Okay, next one. Distractions.
1: Yeah,
0: Leo Tolstoy, super good Russian author. He's amazing. I've always loved him. My daughter loves him. Gandhi. Gandhi. Gandhi is an INFJ. Aww. Okay, best one of all. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Drum roll. My favorite, which I've always been drawn to, Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, right. <clears throat> That's fair. Huge change. Which is pretty cool. Revolutionist. Did I say that right? Um, so, if you look him up, he's technically an ENFJ or INFJ, which we talked about is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a feeler whether he's introverted or not it doesn't matter like but here's the thing with ENFJs and INFJs when we are passionate about something we are on fire and he's amazing he'll always be amazing he'll always be the one person that inspires other INFJs ENFJs to make a difference then how can we not love him how can we not love him all right so that's the end of that list. We can make another one some other time. Yeah. Next time it's going to be Cereal women. Killers. Oh. <laughs>
1: Let's talk about cillions. Oh,
0: serial killers. All right. We'll talk yeah. about um, Hitler next time.
1: Well, <clears throat> let us know what you want to hear. Anybody yeah. that's listening. Or just message our Instagram page. Or if you have questions. Or if there's anything you want us to talk about. Just let us know because we're pretty open to that. I mean, we're okay. We're the creators, so we'll shut you down if we feel like it, but don't be offended because it's our podcast. If you want to talk about something else? Start your own. Let's put boundaries up for this. We don't want dick pics. We don't yes. stop sending your dick pics. Quit it. <laughs> Nobody wants it. It's ugly. Goodbye.
0: Also, like that's not what we're attracted to. Like ask us about ourselves first. Don't don't send us a dick pic. Don't send us a porn. Don't send us um what else? Don't,
1: Don't ask if we're dating. No, right? the
0: fuck we're not dating. We're not dating. We're not scissoring. No. We're not... Um, no, there's no kinkiness going on.
1: Yeah. If you want to get kinky, look up porn. It's free now. <laughs> you have the internet. Go have fun. If you want to talk to us about shit like that, we're not going to respond. So,
0: good luck. Um, Ask us questions. Yeah. Going back to that... <clears throat> um. I have discovered that a lot of INFJ men out there. Okay, all of all INFJ men out there are broken.
1: Yeah.
0: And well, we are too. Yeah, it's okay. We're working on it. And like how do you how do you not own it? We have to own it and like to not work on it. Mm-hmm. Not possible. <clears throat> not possible. And I've discovered that ENFJs and INFJs are the same thing. We are born with the same genetics, brain, usage. Oh my god, I'm too drunk to do this. Oops. <laughs> Don't drink and
1: drive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we use the center of our brain. We're passionate people. We want the same things. Yeah. So INFJs actually introvert a lot of their shit because we've been trained to do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So the difference between...
1: INFJ and ENFJ
0: is extroverted and introverted Mm -hmm. introverted it has to do with nature versus nurture we are nurtured to repress our shit our passion our trauma our what our inner
1: selves yes our authenticity and that's not to say everyone because I'm sure that there is ENFJs, INFJs, whatever, that have been raised differently and have turned out differently, but everybody is different. Everybody comes to their own conclusions differently. But if you are taught that you are wrong, you are weird, you have to suppress all of this stuff, you're most likely going to come out introverted and... You know that's that's the huge difference between being extroverted and introverted is it goes back to nature versus nurture so nature we are all enfjs infjs born the same healer it's it's how we are raised that decides how we go because if we are allowed to be our true authentic selves we're most likely going to be extroverted but if we are taught that we need to hide who we are and what we're doing is wrong and our intuition is wrong, we might end up becoming introverted. That's not to say that things don't switch along the way, but that's a good outline.
0: It is. It, it, is, it is really good. Also, it triggers something in INFJs to say, what the fuck? Like, I was born with this amazing personality and... This, these amazing traits, and I got fucking gypped with shitty-ass parents. Mm-hmm. Like, no! It is time to step up and realize that you are born with this amazing personality, man or woman. We're talking about men tonight, but we're all the fucking same with hormones and genitalia. Yeah,
1: yeah. But... <laughs> I have a dick. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> One day Sorry. I'll get it chopped off, I so- <laughs> but not today.
0: <laughs> yes. Just I love kidding. it. Um, we could all... Have it. But we're all... We're all created from the same fucking genitalia.
1: But it doesn't matter what you have in between your legs. What you have in your heart and your head and who you are as a person is what matters. It doesn't matter your gender, your race, your religious preference. None of that shit matters. And it shouldn't matter. And that's the thing that frustrates me is that people judge each other so heavily on these things that in the long scheme of things, why does that matter?
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter. And that is why we are here, next page, we're talking about the revolution. ENFJs. Bring us up. Bring us up. Help INFJs come out of the shadows. Mm-hmm. We are all in shadows. And next topic. <laughs> it's getting a little too deep. Sex. <coughs>
1: oh. Ew. I like sex. <laughs>
0: all do because we're passionate and and complex and we have an intense energy but do we want to share our sex with somebody else that's has this dark energy no. looming about them Fuck no, no, no 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 and if you have this dark energy about you and you're as empaths natural born empaths if you are sleeping with somebody who has this dark energy we are literally absorbing their dark energy. And that is something that empaths need to realize. INFJs, ENFJs. Sorry. We we say INFJs and ENFJs because it's not safe to say empaths. But that's who we are. Um, We all have intense energy. Men and women, I'm finding out. It's super intense in bed. But, like, you have to get past this barrier of trust and... Mm -hmm
1: real love it's so much different when you first just have sex with someone versus when you actually have a deep connection with them for us i don't know about other people it's fine you know whatever whatever happens in your bed stays in your bed i don't give a shit but all i'm saying is like it takes me a while before i can really open up with somebody but once i do it's so amazing and so much better. But it does take me a while. And yes, that's Yes, agreed.
0: That is also something I'm finding out that is super common with INFJ men mm-hmm. and women. Trust is important. And I can only sleep with one person at a time. Yes.
1: I've it- always been like that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong if you can sleep with multiple people at a time. And every night have a different person. That's fine. You do you. But that's not me. And I... I'm extremely loyal, and once I start sleeping with somebody, it's that person for me until they break my heart.
0: But that's another thing that we have to realize most ENFJs and INFJs, empaths, whatever you want to call us, we are attracted to souls. It has nothing to do with your physical oh, yeah. appearance. No. Oh. No, and that goes back to being a demisexual, is that you're attracted to somebody's personality and their soul. And their authentic selves it has nothing to do with their masks or their See, physical appearance.
1: For me, it's a little bit different because I have to be initially attracted to their appearance in order to learn about their soul. Like, I can't just get to know somebody's yes. soul and then be attracted to them. That doesn't work for me. I have to be initially initially attracted to them physically and then the more I get to know them and when I fall in love with their soul, that's when it really gets amazing for me. But I can't just, like, meet anybody off the street and sleep with them and get to know their soul and then all of a sudden be, like, in love with them. Like, I do have to be physically attracted to them. And that might sound shallow. I don't give a fuck. It's me.
0: It's what Everybody's different. So I want to say that i agree with you and i feel like i felt like that in my early 20s but now i'm finding out that it's an energy like i'm attracted to an energy like i feel a certain type of way about somebody and that reels me in and then physically everything after that is attractive to me and then it goes to sensory issues
1: (laughs) well my thing is like i'm a i'm attracted to them in the beginning but then once i'm emotionally and. And everything else attracted to them everything heightens so like every little tiny detail about them like is so amazing to me like at first i might be like oh you're just an attractive person but then once i see their soul and i really get connected to them it's like the curve of your nose the way that your jaw moves like the littlest tiniest details are so attractive to me
0: for me, it smells too. Like, yeah,
1: smells are really oh my God. important.
0: And maybe it's the smells after you have this feeling for somebody, and maybe it's our intuition, and maybe it's the way our brain work. Works, work, 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 <laughs> work, work, work. <laughs> 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 work, work. <laughs> um, Sorry, but Ruby. I feel like those are red flags for me. Like, if somebody smells off to me, like. That's my intuition telling me something's wrong. And I don't know why, if it's being highly sensitive, but, like, smells are huge for me. Yeah, me too. And maybe it is for men. I'm learning that men think that visually is huge for them. Mm. They... I mean, men. Whether they're INFJs or not, visually it's huge for them. And
1: it's similar... Sorry, I keep talking, but it is similar to me i have to have visuals so like i can't just i mean i can i can sleep with someone in bed and just be fine but i usually have to think of like a scenario okay. and it's and it's with that person it's not like i'm like replacing their face with somebody else you know before
0: though let's not give examples i
1: i've done that too I'm sure everyone has. Me but... and Brody, I'm sleeping <laughs> with him. <laughs> Wolf? <laughs> but, like, with me, I'll think about that person but, like, in a different scenario versus just, like, in bed. Because usually if it's just us in bed, then I'm thinking about, like, the sounds the bed's making and the way that I'm breathing and where my legs are and, like, what's going on and what do I look like, you know? It's like... you hyper my brain, my brain... I have to say yeah, every episode. Every episode. Episode three. Said it again. <laughs> Hyper-aroused. Yeah, but it's like I have to, like... I don't know how much in detail I should go I don't know who all listens to this podcast <laughs> this nobody that knows me but anyway so for example uh, I just I don't even know if I can
0: hey, talk about, about it getting, we're both getting hyper-arrest
1: so, Millie well okay so I'm in love with somebody right now and you know we sleep together whatever <laughs> it's getting but cold. I have to close my eyes because if I look at him, I think about other things, like Mm -hmm. how the bed sounds, like I just said, how my legs are, the way that I look, how I'm breathing, like stupid shit like that. But if I close my eyes and think about the way, like think about the day, like watching him walk around or the way that he like holds me or the way that he does certain things, then to me... I'm in the right hyper aroused state. Yeah, hyper aroused state. But I have to like, I have to envision like the day of us together versus just like what we're doing right now. Right. Which sounds so weird no. because it's like, it's still the same person.
0: Can I say something? Yeah. That goes back do. to being an INFJ and ENFJ were yeah. burnt out, gifted kids, <clears throat> which goes back to ADHD. <clears throat> we all have it it's a gift it's a curse our minds wander Mm -hmm. and we have to bring ourselves back Mm -hmm. down to reality to focus in the present moment Mm -hmm. and that's so common That's so true that's so common with infjs and enfjs like i'm finding out with men too like we're always looking for the next dopamine fix yep and especially our brains are deprived yeah our brains need it and so if we have to close our eyes and find that dopamine that way and it works for us we do it
1: so i just hope that they know like by the way i'm not like closing face my fucking you like i'm not like thinking about somebody else's face on you Brock, i'm thinking about you but
0: brock she's thinking about you oh. <laughs> She's thinking about you all the time until it's the actual moment. Always. Always. Speaking of, okay, so I think we're about done. Um, are you ready for this INFJ shoutouts?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't quote everything that I wanted to quote, but we can go back to it.
1: That's fine. This is only episode three, and if right. you fuckers think we're done, ha! <laughs> Jokes on you. Not, we're not done. Sorry, Jordan's grandma. <laughs> Donna, if you're still listening at this point. Donna
0: call her Donna
1: Donna, Donna? yeah her that's my dad's ex-wife sorry Donna, Donna one and Donna two <laughs> Donna two is not listening I guarantee you that but wait, how much time do we have Grandma on Donna here? I don't know
0: um face ID face this my face 50 minutes oh my god this is the longest episode ever holy shit wait I want to read something really quick okay do it <clears throat> before we finish this so I got a few quotes from different INFJ men today which this It's been such an emotional day, but like, and now it's funny we're being silly. So I wanted to read what different INFJ men said, what they expect from a a relationship, which I find interesting because INFJ women want the same thing, but our society has shifted this and every generation is different, Mm -hmm. but the same. It's so crazy. So here is an example of one man who said... Let's see. This is coming from a 40-year-old INFJ man. Um we need more INFJ men to turn into warriors. That's fair. Um to protect themselves and others, not allow to be broken, which is hard to say, easier said than done. Yeah. Ha, not that's broken. <laughs> That's weak. We are strong. That's pretty that's pretty powerful. <sighs> And I don't like to say that INFJ men are weak. They're not weak at all. But they are strong. Mm -hmm. And our society has put this image on them that they are weak. And we need to shift that. Change that perspective. Toxic Um, masculinity. Thank you. Uh, We are strong. I just wanted to repeat that. Um, He also said, you see a lot of INFJ men as mentally ill but not predators. Interesting because INFJ I wouldn't men see INFJ men as predators. Well, it's possible. I think right. with ev- any personality, yeah, whether they take on a personality or not, INFJs are known for being chameleons. But like right. their authentic selves, no. Um, but they are also being targeted by predator women, which is another thing I wanted to talk about. And we got drunk and didn't bring it up, but. As two INFJ women, we want to bring back INFJ men to bring them up because we have seen what, I, what women, what damage women can do to INFJ men. It's so real and it's something we have to talk about. Like Our mothers are good examples yep. and women have, as feminists, Okay, I claim, as, I claim myself to be a feminist. But we have we have to acknowledge that women have done damage to these men.
1: Yeah, for sure. We own
0: it. We yeah. own it. And it's time for all of us, men and women, ENFJs, INFJs, to bring it around. Yeah. And we need to change it. All right, we should end on that note. Oh! Um, let me just say... Should I read the other quotes from different... Yeah, go ahead. Okay, while you're looking, I'm going to read a different perspective. This is coming from a 20-something-year-old. I don't know exactly 21. No, he's not 21. This is... He's in his late 20s. Oh. He's younger than I am. Okay, for me, it's simple. Just honesty. Always striving to be the very best man you can be. And if you are constantly doing that, then the woman will be naturally happy. We we need to discuss this, though. Okay. It shouldn't have to be a job or work. It shouldn't have to be hard when you are truly yourself all the time and strive to be the best version of yourself, then love will come easy. Hmm. This, I agree it should be that way, but in our society, it's not happening. Yeah. And also, relationships are hard. They are work, and we need to see that. Like... They should be... They should be a constant job. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So, that we need to talk about. Um, And then, he also said, what really matters is the man knowing that he is the king and the woman is the queen at all costs, no matter what, till the very end. Agree and disagree. Yeah. I think that we could talk about this on a different episode yeah we'll talk about this next time yes let's bring up women's perspective and of then
1: this. also if we want to talk about serial killers if anybody's interested in that I would <laughs> love to talk about that if not it's our podcast so fuck you anyway <laughs> but let me think um so Jim Jones um Jonestown you remember that right do, mm-hmm. you, do you know that story yeah, yeah. he like he started this cult and then he made everybody drink poison and kill themselves and anybody that wouldn't drink the poison he had shot and it oh it was insane i'll I'll go more into details about that next time but Jim Jones was an enfj
0: interesting. which is
1: interesting
0: he was a yeah. feeler and he extroverted was, yeah and maybe had a personality disorder
1: yeah for sure but there is I have all these serial killers and all of their personalities uh, Ted Bundy was an ENTJ
0: can I tell you something
1: yeah <clears throat>
0: sorry to all of you ENTJs I find that there's this common violent tendencies yes with ENTJs shout out to me if you disagree or if you're an INTJ, but like there's something about them ENTJ yeah I don't yeah. I could go off about that but I won't um. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, I wanted. I wanted to quote from Alex. Oh my God, Alex. Thank you, Alex, for being so amazing. And like I've talked to you for a couple of days now, but you're amazing. And I want to quote from you, but I'll save it for a different episode. Um. I don't have my notes together, so we're just gonna end it there. Mm. Why did I only write down one quote? Oh, it's because it's on my phone. <laughs> oh. All right. Shout outs. Are you ready for this? INFJ men. Or not INFJ men. Just men in general. Yeah. Like, let's, let's lift them up.
1: Ah, okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> I know. I talked to another INFJ woman today that was like, you know, you're right. Like, why are we beating them down? We should be lifting them up and encouraging them to be their authentic selves. I'm not trying to lift anyone up. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> okay, we have to heal ourselves and then lift them up. But in the yeah. process, we will lift you up. Yeah. So here's a shout outs to Alex, Aqua Alex on Instagram. He's the best. I'll talk about him later. Um, MC Music, he's been super transparent and open with me, which has been amazing. He has had some past relationship issues and been super open about it, and he's been awesome. Uh, Jordan JT, he's probably not listening to it, or if he is, he's pretending like he is not listening to it because he's broken just like I am, and he's amazing, but he won't own it, so there's that. Um, he's super salty, and then Johnny J. So, he's been, like, one of our followers since the beginning, an older INFJ super cool he's got some cool kids he's been super supportive he's probably not listening either so we love you either way um our neighbor Jordan shout out to neighbor Jordan because he (laughs) he told us we wouldn't do this and we're doing it right now yeah fuck you Jordan I love you fuck you um Cole gotta give shout outs to Cole Cole he's always positive Cole Sams he's on the news shout out to the news guy hey it's the news guy are you the weather man (laughs) He might be the weatherman. He might be a lawyer. We don't know yet. We don't know. We love him. We love your dog. Thank you for always being positive. Um, and then our dads. Like, your dad. I know we should go up. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you saying? My dads. Okay, I have two INFJs. I am so so confused (laughs) right now. I'm like, why are you shouting out my dad? (laughs) Fuck that guy. (laughs) I have to give a shout out to my dads. Um... And I will get a emotional, but lovers. I won't. <laughs> Everybody thinks that. that. I have a stepfather who's an INFJ, obviously an INFJ. And my biological father, who's an INFJ, who's amazing. We need more of them. We need more of them in the
1: world. You know what? I've decided. Shout out to my dad for telling me I'm going to be single forever. Fuck you, dad. Fuck you, dad. Come back to being a real INFJ.
0: You're not an INFJ. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I know that. We'll You're own not. it. Um, okay, so Andrew, who's probably listening to this, this is my baby daddy's, he has been